Inihahandog ng Dialect Phase, ang Philippine Center of the International Theater Institute at ng Earth Savers Movement sa pakikipagtulungan ng NBC, ang Manila Broadcasting Company ang... Radio Balintatao Magandang magandang gabi po sa inyong lahat. Mga minamahal naming tagapakinig ng Radio Balintatao. Ito po ang inyong lingkod, Cecil Guidote Alvarez sa ngalan ng Dialect, ang Philippine Center ng International Theater Institute, pati na ang Earth Savers, Dreams and Some, pinarangalan na UNESCO Artists for Peace. Kung lugod po namin kayong inaanyayahan, nasamahan niyo po kami ngayong gabi sa isa pong natatanging pagtalakay sa nangangambang uh, Sustainable Development Goals actualization na yun nga po palagi ang paalala ng United Nations na kailangan mapatupad itong mga sustainable development goals. Labing pito po yan na talagang ang uh, kinakalaban ay kahirapan at uh, ang pag-uusapan po natin ay ang mga mahalagang issue para masabi nating matulungan itong paglagot sa tanikala ng kahirapan. Paano magagawa yun? Nandyan ang mga suliranin na nagaganap dahil sa gera. Nandyan ang climate change. Nandyan ang uh, mga karahasan lalo na sa kababaihan at kabataan. At talagang bumabagsak ang ekonomiya. Wala ho tayong naririnig kung hindi ang sigaw, ay, ang mahal, ang mahal ng gatsubina, ang ga, mahal ng kahit na onion, garlic, lahat tumataas. Paano natin ito bibigyan ng kasagutan? Unang-una, nais lang po natin na uh, bigyan diin ng pag-asa katatapos lang ng Climate Change Consciousness Week na ipasok sa kauna-unahang pagkakataon ang pananaw na matagal na po sinisigaw dito sa Pilipinas Pinas, loss and damage, reparation, wala ho tayong kasalanan sa uh, libu-libong tonelada ng uh, masasabing itim na usok na talagang ang pollution na nagpapainit sa mundo at dulot ang talagang uh, super typhoons and super floods at saka super drought. So, uh, ngayon, kailangan ituloy ang pagsulong ng tinig ng ating civil society para makinig ang mga uh, leaders. Uh, Nag-APEC, nag-ASEAN, syempre pinag-uusapan ng klima, pero hanggang sa usapan lang ba, ano ang mga dapat gawin? Nakita natin ang hirap ng tao. At ngayon, kung natapos ang Climate Change Consciousness Week, nag-uumpisa naman ang uh, tinatawag na uh, kampanya of um, stopping violence against women and children. At yan ay nag-uumpisa November 25 hanggang sa December 10 Human Rights Day. And talking about human rights, it is the right of every citizen in the world to have a clean, healthy, and safe 
environment and to keep our planet from disintegrating and the loss or extinction of all species, including mankind. And we are very happy that we have with us uh, a partner. Uh, we are giving a report straight from uh, somebody who has been very much involved, not just in negotiations, but in even pushing for uh, the green transition, but as well as the use of uh, culture for communications, especially in our desire for climate justice. And we're very pleased uh, to be able to have with us Mr. Stefan Pufari, who is the chairman of the Energies 2050 and also uh, the president of the Arts Planet. And we've been uh, working with him in uh, several occasions uh, in COP. Uh, we were unable to go to COP uh, this year. Uh, we were in New York, but met with uh, UNESCO and our own mission to develop uh, a stronger program uh, based on culture and a very strong partner, of course, is the Arts Planet with Stefan Pofari. So, um, Stefan, just greet your, uh, well, our colleagues all over the world uh, fighting for <laughs> 1.5 degrees so that we will survive. And um, please give your impression about uh, what happened in Egypt. Okay, thank you so much, Cecilia. I'm more than happy to, to exchange again and uh, to, to share this vision with, uh, with you and, and our colleagues everywhere. So, by the way, the, the, the COP27 in Egypt was quite a challenging COP because, as we all know, we are not on the good trends and many things are missing in the delivery package of the Paris Agreement and even in the Glasgow Agreement also. So just to say that at the end we need ambition, so everyone knows that we are not on the good trends by temperature, by our CO2 emission, but also we need to increase concern about adaptation and resilience, and this is the topics we will need to discuss on regarding climate justice. And also, for sure, we need also a concern uh, about the climate finance, uh, everyone is speaking about this issue. I think it is one of the most critical, not only because we are expected to have additional new fresh uh, money to support the transition, especially in developing countries and also under, uh, let's say, small island state and all the ones which are suffering about climate change consequences and which are not so much responsible. But by the way, it was also a point to, to work on the lost and damaged issue. I'm sure everyone knows about this topic. This is when the consequences of climate change are so dramatic that at the end it is not possible to go back. And this is especially true for uh, everyone which is living in the, near the sea, near also the small island states, and everything like that was a concern. So, And against that, it was also the Cup of Africa. It was recalled by the Egyptian, let's say, champion and government. And so the Cup also of local governments and multi-stakeholder coalitions. So what, what was the consequences? At the end, frankly speaking, it is not a success. But, but, but we need to still work on this, let's say, multilateral approach. Why? Because otherwise it will be bilateral and it will be a very fragmented world, which will increase, by the way, all the consequences because by COP, we need a transparent framework of reporting. And this is why it's so important to still work on. 
So to be short, what what have been, let's say, the small, let's say, advance, it has been on loss and damage. So all parties has agreed to put a place, a fund, a new one, a new mechanism to be redefined and fully, let's say, put in place uh, before the next COP. Uh, COP28, but frankly speaking, it's a concern because even if we have a fresh new money at the end, uh, or we'll be in position to distribute and to cover all the needs because regarding climate consequences, uh, we all know we need billions of billions of dollars. And so far, even if you produce 100 billions or even sometimes million regarding adaptation, it is far beyond what is really needed on the topic on the ground. This is the first point. And also it was some, let's say, new issue about the global adaptations, uh, let's say global objective which is very important because if you remember, we have only one global, let's say, target for mitigation, but not adaptation. So it's clear it is not a very, 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 let's say, ambitious COP. Uh, I would say uh, it starts to be really complicated because many countries discover also a huge amount of fossil fuel and we know we need to decrease the CO2 emission. So it is a, a real topic, a real concern. We have also the consequences of the war in Ukraine. We have many, many big, big issues and also the human rights and everything almost everywhere. So this is a turning point, I would say. It's very complex. It's very difficult. We need to struggle. We need to continue the discussion and trying also to involve new topics, new concerns to enlarge let's say, the, uh, the ways that we are going to advocate and to explain. And maybe last comment, this is very, let's say, strange, because we all know the good solution. There are thousands of solutions elsewhere, and many people are doing good job. But by the way, uh, it is very incredible, because these solutions are, let's say, very positive, whatever the consideration we take, environment, economic, and also human rights, and also climate justice, and they are not applicable. So why? Because the government are really stopping and blocking many, many things, and especially if you consider the use of fossil fuel and the subsidies, inefficient subsidies, we are still using for many, many of them, and also in industry or trade and everything. So this can be the, a, a, a very short, let's say, uh, let's say uh, summary. But again, we need to still work on uh, the UN system, the UNFCCC uh, convention, and which is, uh, you surely remember, one of the three Rio convention, because we need to avoid going, let's say, in a separate, let's say, direction with bilateral agreements, which would be a disaster for vulnerable populations and countries. And last point, uh, in, in that COP also, we, we had a, quite a lot of uh, discussion about human rights, because as you remember, it, it was hosted by Egypt with quite a lot of concern. So, and it was also a COP very, very expensive. Every hotel, every accommodation, everything was out of price. So at the end, we really recall also to be more inclusive and also not only focus on industry and let's say private stakeholders, but against to listen to local communities, vulnerable groups and people which are suffering about the consequences, the direct consequences. Last point about climate justice, because this is also a point I know this is a key pillar of your action, Cecilia, and also the SDG, Resilia, Earth Saving, Pace Event, and our planet and all our partners is at the end climate justice everybody knows speaking about this topic but at the end this is not a concept this is a reality we really need to focus on climate justice 
because climate justice is not an option. And we have many colleagues in Africa to say adaptation and climate justice is not an option, it is a solution. Why? Because if we don't go to this direction, we have such a huge failure in our society, which makes really no sense. And even if we think we can change our patterns of development, we really need to endorse vulnerable populations and also the ones who are suffering, because it will be a huge, huge, huge consequences, whatever you consider food security, or also migration, and also poverty for sure. So this can be a real summer, but it was a really difficult discussion, and that's a story we need to renegotiate again to go beyond. Well, uh, that's a very, well, very frank assessment, and uh, everybody really feels that unless we really move together, we, uh, we're all going to perish. I mean, just here in the Philippines, uh, uh, there's... Uh, constantly typhoons uh, and uh, the damage uh, of lives and livelihood are in billions so uh, really this loss and damage and the reparations are important that they had begun to consider it but um, you you know how long people take to discuss even uh, to agree on commas and periods so that's it <laughs> uh, we hope uh, we can uh, facilitate it because uh, we're now working uh, on hoping that um, we can involve uh, all our other partners to uh, provide an input of a strong uh, cultural communications uh, how can we really touch the hearts and minds of everybody so that everybody is marching together for the action that is necessary or we will all perish and there's nothing left for our children and the next generation. So um, I, I think maybe you can also tell about uh, what occurred because uh, the uh, Stefan always has an arts pavilion in the COP. So perhaps you can give us a brief narrative of uh, what uh, both as an NGO and working with your own compatriots about, uh, uh, well, you talked already about the difficulty of the negotiations, but on the ground, uh, I, I think uh, there was a lot of strong voices. That's why uh, there was a force for uh, climate justice to finally enter into the picture. No, that's really clear. And thank you, Cecilia. So we are partners. This is also clear. So we, we are partners since quite some years now, not only uh, in the duration of COP. And as you say, yes, we had an initiative since the beginning. So it's now we are in the 13 editions called Ars Planet. But for us, Ars Planet is a piece of a puzzle. We need to all collaborate on this issue because uh, cultural change and art change is not also, let's say, an option. This is also an evidence. Why? Because since the beginning, we want to recreate the connection between the topics and people. Why? Because people don't feel concerned. This is the reality. We can have some emotion when we see different consequences, as you say, or when we see hungers or some vulnerable population. But by the way, how can we transform this concern to be only on some momentum in a permanent link for change? 
And this is a key issue of Ars Planet. We want to mobilize artists, but not only the well-known. Everyone has something to testimony and also to explain and to feel concerned. And by doing so, I open, let's say, my own perception about what is the different reality some of us are suffering elsewhere. And by that, we are gathering many, many artists and we had an exhibition and also some show during the COP27, but not only, also with remote, we just make also the projection of some of your movie, movie Cecilia, and also the last one also on Ghana, but slavery. But by the way, it's very important to reconnect people. And Arts Planet, we have a very interesting initiative because we collect arts, we sell the arts at the end after the exhibition, and we finance both local artists, but also, let's say, vulnerable communities through adaptation projects. And this is quite unique initiative so far, but we are also gathering many, many of them with you and some others. And again, it's an evident question. Now it's very strange because we saw many, many guys trying to push art in the climate debate. It's very good, but we not need to see art only as a show, an exhibition. It has to be a way to reconnect people yeah. And when they struggle, it's more than important. Guys are not only making business. Arts for me has not to be business. It has to be part of, let's say, providing resources to the one who provide, produce, but also it has to produce something in addition. I will say again in France, supplement them, you know, but just to say it means to go beyond your own history at the end and to reconnect. And I know, Cecilia, you are a great, great person regarding UNESCO and many large initiative and this is why we are so so glad to be part with you with the Manina Declaration and some other issues because at the end we need to rephrase the narrative. Climate change yes. is not a fatality and it is not a question of only few of us. At the end we are all more or less responsible. It means we need to act differently for sure. This is a climate justice approach at the end. If you are suffering is that clear? You need to have support. But by the way, my own consumption patterns has consequences in, in your life. And if I want also to welcome somebody who has a disability also in my, let's say, perimeters, I need to open the window and the door. And this is way why we need really culture, because culture is a way to rephrase our own narrative. And arts is a way also to rephrase the narrative I will explain to the different guys elsewhere. And this is why we are so committed to decide on the very technical topics we work on to also collaborate and push artists and arts and culture everywhere because we think this will be the permanent narrative storytelling. Technical point is for a momentum. Financial point is a momentum. But if we have a common understanding and concern in the long term, we will have to endorse billions of guys which are suffering. When we speak about climate change, resilience, adaptation and justice, it is not a small amount of people which are struggling. We speak about billions of guys elsewhere. And if we have national, local vulnerability in addition, it's quite a crazy number. So we need to change the pattern. And it is not a question of commitment only. It's a question of personal involvement and concern. And my dream, one dream, can be that one day we'll have four billion guys to say, yes, Energy 2050, Cecilia and others, your solution makes sense. And we want to push this solution. And as soon as we'll have a kind of majority, it will be a balance in the narrative it will change the patterns. And so far, we are not enough people. We are concerned, we are struggling, we are doing job, great job, I will assume. But by the way, it's not enough. So art 
and culture, it's a way to go beyond and to bridge, you know, the ones which are not concerned today to feel concerned by the guys elsewhere in Filipina, in Ghana, in uh, Sao Principal, in Madagascar, everywhere to feel concerned that even it is not my reality, I am more or less the same future that these guys everywhere. And this is why we push in all cops, but also in different events, like it was in December with you in Cecilia in Filipina. You, we need to push this kind of initiative and to gather our force yes. to have a strong spoken voice. Yes, and we need spoken voice, spoken people like you, like me, but we need very high level guys like you are in the UN system to push this kind of message because at the end, we are not, let's say, small players. We are the good players. We are the ones to provide the good answer at the good momentum and to be in position to move people around climate justice for sure, but not only, and also about technical solution. This is why it's so important now we gather and we had the discussion, Cecilia, about what we will do in COP28. And this is clear. We need to have a very large event, not as a showcase, but as yeah. a demonstrative. It's demonstrative not entertainment. Case. It's really yes. to touch minds and hearts and to Absolutely. motivate them to action. Yeah. And, and so and, and I will say, to, to, to just mm -hmm. say to your direction, Cecilia, we need to use this good, large momentum to make demonstration, to explain that solutions are there and that yeah. at the end, this is the same story. Culture, art, solutions are there and are in the same package. And that's why it's so important we have this kind of common approach of being with poker person about this climate justice concern and arts and culture as a leakage approach. You know, this is so important. Okay, that's so great to hear you speak so passionately so that we can really move together and we have uh, many other partners uh, that will really try to reach out to all sectors and really, as you said, tell the story and move people to act because it's really action that we need and not really just talk and just discussions because we know as you said the solutions are all there but we must implement it and we want to thank you uh all the way in paris thank you very much for joining no, us and giving us a Cecilia. perspective ngayon kasama po natin si bel kunanan para sa mahalagang kwentuhan at ugnayan Para lang bayan na rin, paano natin uh, sasagutin itong uh, hagupit ng kahirapan? Paano merong natatangi tayong panauhin at ipapakilala yan ni Bell? Pakilala mo na ang oh, papakilala ko na. guru natin kung paano tuligsain ang kahirapan. Mga oh. halimbawa na talagang magbibigay ng pag-asa. Magandang gabi po sa inyong lahat. Ito po si Belinda Olivares Kunanan. Nadidinig niyo na naman ang aking tinig dito sa programang Malaki Malawak ni Cecil Gidote Alvarez. At um, tulad ng sinabi niya, eh, ang concentration ng maraming nating ginagawa ngayon ay papano tuligsain ang kahirapan. Meron mag-asawa dito ang pinimbita namin. Actually, pamangking ko po yung yung lalaki, yung male guest natin, si Butch Olivares Bartolome. No? At uh, si, ang asawa niya, kasama niya si Linda. Sila, itong couple na ito ay 
napakaganda ang ginagawa dahil nagtayo sila ng tinatawag lang GMB Franchise Developers in, in 1993. Tapos ito pong mga franchisers na ito ay nagtayo naman ng mga malilit kanilang kanilang mga mga outlets para sa para sa pagano pag pagtatayo uh, pag, uh, ng mga mga pwedeng kainan mga kung ano-ano pong ginagawa. Sila na mag-explain sa inyo kung paano itong franchising na ginagawa ng about 650 companies to all over the country. Um, so, pal- pal- uh, tawagin na natin si Butch para paliwanagan. Oh. Butch, come online Butch, na. Butch, bumati ka muna. Tapos, tuloy-tuloy na. Tuloy-tuloy na. Tuloy ka ngayon kung paano kalabanin ang kahirapan. Go, go, go. Magandang, magandang gabi po kay Ma'am Cecil at kay uh, Ma'am Bell. Uh, matagal na rin akong na, na, naging guest dito no at siguro bilang na tayo mga about 6 or 7 years na yon no and uh, malaki na yung naging uh, development ang uh, aming kumpanya ay uh, tinawag na GMB or ay uh, short ay Golden Morning Blessings no ako po ay isang background lang ako po ay isang OFW or OCW nung araw ang tawag nila Anong uh, tawag nila ay eh, Overseas Contract Worker. Eh, binago na ho yun at uh, naging Overseas Filipino Worker. So, ako po ay na-assign sa Singapore, buong Asia at uh, Middle East, no? Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Dubai. At uh, ang aking trabaho po ay nagsiset-up ng mga restaurants at nagbebenta ng franchises sa iba-ibang mga nationalities, no? Um, ang aking dating pinagtrabaho po ay isang major pizza chain, no? And, from the Philippines, uh, from the Philippines, bong. Actually, uh, from from the US, and ah, uh, they got the license kasi sa buong Asia and ah, okay. uh, pati Middle East, no? So ako ay naabsorb ng mother company sa Amerika at inasign na ako sa uh, Middle East, no? So uh, kagaya ng mga ginagawa rin ng mga OFW eh parati nangangarap paano magnegosyo at uh, isang sa mga responsibility ko ay nagdala ako ng dalawang daang lalaki sa Saudi Arabia para magtrabaho, nag-recruit at uh, 80 babae sa Dubai, no? Para naman magtrabaho rin doon. Mga Pilipino ito, Butch. Mga Pilipino lahat ito. And nakabaya uh, natin. Oo. Dinala mo sa sa Dubai at saka yes. sa Singapore. Oo. At that time, maganda yung uh, kanilang benefits kasi they were averaging siguro mga $500 a month, no? Uh, libre ang uh, board and lodging, libre ang pamasahe at noong nagti-training sila sa Manila ay libre pa, may allowance pa, no? Plus may regular communication sa mga pamilya. Oo. But anyway, uh, just like anybody, may mga dream din tayo at uh, ang dream ko ay magkaroon din ng sariling uh, negosyo. So, bumalik ako sa Pilipinas, nag-optional retirement. But again, yung dream pala ay hanggang panaginip lang. No? Uh, isa sa mga tinutuko ko ay dapat mayroong plan A, plan B, plan C. No? Hindi lang plan A. Kasi yung plan A, eh, talagang uh, bumagsak ako doon. Hindi ko, kumbaga ako ay uh, na-shock, no? na-shock. Dahil kumbaga ako ay isang overseas worker, marami akong exposure. Pero pagdating sa Pilipinas, ibang-iba ang takbo. No? So, uh, sa madaling salita, with God's help, uh, ako ay nabigyan ng guidance in terms of helping people. no So, sabi nga sa akin, eh, ba't di ka nalang tumulong imbis na maglagay ka ng restaurant? So, in short, noong 1993, kami mag-asawa ay nagtayo ng uh, itong maliit na 
na consultancy na tumutulong sa mga micro small entrepreneurs no um, nung araw kung, ma, kung naalala ninyo hirap na hirap ako i-convince yung mga entrepreneurs about franchising kasi hindi nila alam kung ano yon ano uh, ang franchising maybe paliwanag mo muna yeah. bago mag- oh, oh. ang franchising Mapa. kasi oh. ay meron kang negosyo ngunit hindi ka nag-iisa merong isang tao na gumagabay sa iyo no In other words, uh, maganda yon kasi imbis na magsisimula ka na negosyo, oh, meron oh, oh. isang nag-isang big brother o big oh, sister oh, oh, na tumutulong oh. no na merong experience. So, uh, madaling salita ay uh, nakuha rin sa mga convincing, sa mga persuasion, mga nagtry. At uh, yung mga yon ay mga big brands na no, lumaki na lumaki hanggang yung iba ay napunta sa Amerika, sa iba-ibang parte ng uh, mundo. Now, Um, ano ba ang, ang pakay namin? Ang pakay namin ay hindi lang magnegosyo, ang pakay namin eh to alleviate poverty, no? Kasi nga oh. uh, yung nga maraming nakikita tayo, but again, we may not be uh, successful overnight, but it takes slow punches na mako-convince din, no? Ma- makakaraos din tayo. So, marami ako mga tinutulungan na dating maliit na maliit na halos walang puhunan at uh, We we guide them step by step kasi madali magnegosyo pero hindi nila marunong humawak ng pera at hindi marunong humawak ng pagpapalago ng negosyo, no? Oh, tama tama. 'Yan ang karamihan na experience eh, kaya bumabagsak. Yeah, and kasi so, ang anong mga fields ang pinasok ninyo sa franchising uh, booth? Actually, mga pinasok namin yung mga kainan, meron kaming kainan diyan na na dati nasa sidewalk ng Sambeda by Benjola na ngayon ay uh, halos iba-ibang kanyang tinitinda uh, sa Gogolaman, iba-iba, sa Mane at lahat-lahat. Tinokus namin naman sa pizza. No? At siya ay may 100 o 200 ng branches niya. Tatlo yung malaking komisari. At uh, nakakatuwa dahil yung kanyang anak na panganay ay siya na mismo humahawak ng negosyo, hindi na yung magulang. No? So maraming empleyado, no? maraming empleyado at uh, nakakatuwa dahil uh, satisfied yung mga taong uh, with the product no so yun ang aming trabaho at uh, hindi lang namin dinadala dito kasi nagkaroon kami ng pagkakataon magkaroon ng uh, special visa nagginrant kami ng US uh, US uh, immigration oo nabigyan ako ng biyaya ng blessing na binigyan ako ng E11 or extraordinary visa Uh, within 14 days ay ako ay naging immigrant no hindi ko alam kung kala ko nga ay nananaginip lang ako pero totoo pala no so uh, because of my credentials ako ay nabigyan ng uh, ganitong privilege at uh, yun na yung aming way of enticing them to go global hindi lang tayo pang Pilipinas at itayo natin yung bandera natin no um, kagaya ng isang kumpanya na nagsimula lang sa Cariton uh, diyan sa Mega Mall Kariton? Eh, anong classic? What do you mean by kariton? Oh, uh, kariton, it's a cart. It's a two-week, tatlong week. Yun na, pero an- anong ginagawa ng kariton na yun? Oh, nag- nag- naglalagay. Ah, naglalagay siya ng tinda. Naglalagay siya ng tinda. Nagtitimpla ng patatas, nilalagay ah. ng flavor. Eh, kalain mo mo naman, eh, nasa Amerika na at uh, nasa uh, 40 stores in 12 U.S. states. No? Oh my God. They are now global brand. They are now 1,400 globally. This is potato. Ano, 
corner. Anong ah, potato corner? Yun. Potato corner. Um, nakakatuwa kasi unang-una yung patatas ay hindi namang atin galing dito. Pero yung sistema ay galing dito. No? So, uh, ano ibig sabihin? Sa sistema uh, galing dito? Ano uh, inadapt? We, we provided, we assisted them with the system. Paano magnegosyo, paano mag-expand, ano mga logistics. At uh, kaya ang um, patatas naman ay galing sa Amerika. Pero yung mga flavors at yung way of teaching uh, them ay uh, uh, nagaling sa atin. No? So proudly Filipino yon. Uh, so hindi ginagawa yung mga patatas na pinagbibigyan? Hindi, actually frozen na yung patatas. Frozen na yung galing sa Amerika. Uh, nilalagyan na lang ng flavors. No? So... Isa yan sa mga isa yan sa mga success stories. Isa sa mga success stories mo diyan. Oo, yung yung uh, ano pangalan Potato Corner. Yes, Potato Corner. Nam um, uh, meron ng uh, dalawang dalawang ownership na yan, binili yan ng isang uh, major company na based in Singapore already. So uh, uh, nag-transfer na ng ownership yan, no? Wow, international na pala to. International na. So, uh, Coach, kunyari ano? Katulad ng potato corner, meron nag-iisip, bakit hindi natin gawing kamote corner? Why, why Kasi it? masarap ang ating kamote. Uh, yeah, mas masarap yun actually. Sweet, sweet potato. potato, kamote oh, corner. Oh. Yes, actually, the sweet potato is now getting very, very popular it's, uh, uh, worldwide. Uh, nakita nila yung benefits. Even McDonald's started that years ago. Sweet potato, no? Uh, meron na rin mga sweet potato fries, mga ganon. So, maraming, marami tayong pagkakataon. Um, so, even the pharmaceutical company, pinasok din yan. Uh, isang company na uh, started by a retiree. No? Ito yung retiree uh, from one of the major companies dito. And uh, instead of uh, lying on interest or living on interest, and nabagabag siya sa mahal ng gamot no uh, mahal yung gamot no so sabi niya there must, be, there must be a way to do something no um, and so nag-aral siya dahil finance manager siya retired retired na siya nagtayo siya yung kanyang uh, almost three fourths of yung retirement niya ay uh, talagang uh, binuhos niya for this uh, company and um, this is called generic uh, generic genericam no na ngayon ay uh, about uh, 800 branches at popular uh, na eh. 50% ay owned na ngayon ng Ayala and the other 50% ay owned pa rin ng original which is Mr. Teodoro Ferrer. So yung but yung but ano naman to gamot naman to. So yeah, gamot naman saying, yan, no medicine medicine oh, no. What you are saying Butch, is that parang walang limit kung ano ang pwedeng iano ibagsak worldwide uh, nationwide first and then worldwide hindi global oh. innovation about, ano oh, oh. innovation uh, talaga interesting product oh. Oh. so um, yun ang mga hinahanap namin people with a purpose na oh. to help the community not not by themselves or for themselves but also for the community no kasi um kung ba tatandaan nyo no nagkaroon ng uh, uh, problema ang Sambuanga siya ang siya lang ang outlet na bukas yung franchise niya ay bukas para magbigay at magbenta ng maintenance uh, medicine para sa mga senior oo oo totoo remember that oh kasi sa franchising you have to input the culture within 
they have to believe in the culture, not just selling or making profit. Yon, so, yun ang importante doon. Yun ang maganda doon. Makaka ako, uh, Butch, i-coconnect ko nga, meron akong anak na talagang working on recycling arts. Kasi yeah. creative products na ngayon na makakatulong sa kapaligiran. True. Bukod sa makakatulong sa trabaho ng lalo na yung mga maralita. Oo. Oh, 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 so, uh, mahalaga talaga itong konsepto ng uh, linkages and yeah, assistance, uh, enrichment, enhancement para lumago ang uh, business. Small small creative enterprises muna pero pwede talagang maging kung sa terminology natin eh bonggang bongga na sa oh, 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 <laughs> buong oh, Pilipinas hanggang sa ibang bansa. Oh, yes, uh, oh. we have to be proud kasi maganda dito hindi ka naman kailangan magtayo ng negosyo. Pwede ka naman maging support services, no? Alimbawa, kagaya ng mga bags o yung mga egg bag. Uh, pwede naman gawin ng mga ibang community. Sinusupply nila doon sa mga franchisors, no? Uh, kasi um, marami rin kailangan supply chain, no? So, uh, alimbawa, uh, meron kang kape, okay? Pwede ka naman mag-roast ng coffee. Pwede ka rin mag-supply sa isang franchisor na nagpa-offer ng uh, coffee business. Uh, it is a full cycle. Ito niyan. Ang ganda, no? Dikit-dikit, ano, Bong? Ay, ay uh, Butch. Yes. Ang ganda ng... Uh, supply ano, chain. It's really a chain. A supply chain. Oo, kabit-kabit. Oo. Ang Actually, ganda. ang pinakamaganda dito ay yung uh, during pandemic, no? When 2020, uh, the COVID-19 struck. Uh, dito mo makikita yung dynamism ng mga entrepreneurs, no? yung mga franchisors. Oh, okay. In what way? Sila medyo nahirapan, pero bumangon ulit yung mga franchisors at yung mga franchisees, sabi nila, hindi tayo pwede magtulog-tulog. Kailangan natin mag, mag-ayos, ayusin natin ang negosyo, kailangan natin paliitin kung kailangan paliitin. Kung kailangan natin magsilbi via online, magsilbi tayo ng online. The beauty of franchising is synergism. Yung bang may-ari ng negosyo at yung kumukuha ng franchise ay nagsasama sila at nag-iisip ng paraan paano maging maganda. At palaguin. Oo. Yes. Ooh. Can you give us an example of a franchisor, for example, na, na talagang malagong-malaguna all around the Philippines? Muna, dito muna well, tayo kita. Uh, with America. Oo. Uh, Merong-merong isa. No? Uh, ito ay isang bankero dati. No? Uh, siya ay dating bankero, tumaas ng tumaas ang kanyang position na halos gawin na siyang presidente pero hindi niya, hindi niya tinang, uh, tinanggihan niya simply because of his love for entrepreneurship. No? At ito, uh, 2020, nagtayo siya ng uh, uh, ang tinatawag ay Kurimi Milk Tea Bar 2D. No? Um, maniwala ka. Ano yung bar yun? Kurimi is a Japanese Japan and okay. since he grew up in Japan and stayed uh, in Japan for some years uh, meron siyang mga uh, kaibigan na nag-offer sa kanya na bakit di ka maglagay ng Hokkaido milk tea no um, oh. sabi niya 2020 pandemic na pandemic kalae mo 2022 by the end of 2022 he will have 60 outlets already and this is just pandemic ha kaya oh. Nagtataka yung iba, paano mo ginawa? Sabi niya, well, unang-una, 
remove the fear. Kasi kung uh, may takot parate, hindi ka aabante, no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, kumuha ka sa mga tao, no? Yung mga taong uh, who will really be with you as a team. Oh. And kumuha siya ng mga franchises na talagang dynamic, no? So imagine mo, pandemic na pandemic, at sasabihin mong imposible paano nagkaroon ng 60 o 60 outlets by the end of December. In fact, ngayon siya ay nasa Cagayan de Oro, lumilipad. No? So, this is the beauty of granting a franchise to people who are really committed. Oh, and, you, and eager you, and eager to to promote something para makatulong. Yes. But and, itong, itong sinasabi mong negosyo na ito, itong 60 outlets, is princip- principally what? Is it a restaurant of some kind? It's, milk tea. Uh, it's, it's a milk tea. Uh, milk, milk tea bar. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Ganda yung kanyang concept, hindi lang siya nagbebenta ng kanyang milk tea, pero yung tindahan niya ay 2D. In other words, uh, may mga drawing na Japanese, no? Uh, character. So, nakakapag, nakakatuwa dahil kasi ito yung isa sa mga example ko na persistence is actually paying off, no? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, he cannot be stopped. Unstoppable ang tawag ko nga eh, yung mga ganun. Ano <laughs> ito? Pilipino, ha? Pilipino ito, Pilipino ito. In fact, uh, ito naman ay uh, pupunta rin ng Amerika. No? <laughs> in fact, uh, next year ay magbubukas na rin sa Amerika ito, itong brand na ito. So, uh, na- nakakatuwa kasi we are now becoming known as a global uh, place for franchises. No? Uh, sa dami ng mga negosyante, hindi lang foreigners ang pumapasok, pero the locals are also putting up their own branches. So, yes. yun maganda. Yes, yes. Mas gusto ko yun, actually. Oo. So, now, the way your your business stands, sino ang sino mas marami? Ang local franchisers or or uh, imported franchisers? Actually, mas marami ang local ngayon. Dahil uh, because of the pandemic, maraming natuto magnegosyo, na na-force sila magnegosyo. Or yung mga ayaw nang bumalik sa dati nilang trabahuan kasi nga medyo natakot na sa pandemya, nagsimula na magnegosyo. Um, magugulat ka yung mga batang-bata, mga 15 years old, 18 years old, uh, even 60, 70 years old, nagninegosyo. Talagang Fantastic. How wonderful. Uh, different from years ago na pag-retire ka, ayoko na. Postulist na. na lang ako. No? Nag-aalaga na ako. Diba? Oh. So, <laughs> so, uh, galing, galing. So, yun, maganda, oh. maganda uh, effort na kasi sabi ko nga, kung parati tayo mag-iisip ng negative at sabihin mo, ay, wala ng kabuhayan ang uh, hirap, mahirap ang buhay pero kung titignan mo, eh bakit marami ang kumikita, no? Oh. Uh, kaya nga sinasabi ko sa mga aking uh, tinuturuan ay yung nakakakita na hindi nakikita ng iba ay siyang kikita In other words, what people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you will uh, also learn, di ba? So, ganun. So, ano, sa, sa ngayon, uh, anong pinakamalakas yung itong restaurant business, yung, you know, some uh, some form of eatery, ganyan? Isa, yeah. Ito, yung mga, mga, oh, may mga, isa pa rin form is food trucks, no? Uh, mm-hmm. Ito na yung makikita mo, ito na yung mga uh, food truck, no? Yung mga mobile Ah, I see. Okay. Okay. Uh, they are now becoming uh, dati meron 'yan. Medyo na uso pero nawala, pero ngayon bumabalik. 
Dahil ang maganda sa food truck, unang-una ang rental, uh, yung truck lang ang mismong umaandar. Wala kang binapayat. Right. Uh, 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 Tapos you are mobile. Kung halimbawa uh, ay piyesta, piyesta sa isang bayo, pwede kang pumunta doon. Okay, dalhin mo lang yung ano, or let's say like Todo Los Santos, pwede naman iparada doon at yeah. you can serve. Very, very convenient, no? Uh-oh. So, um, marami na rin, duma, dumadami at dumadami na rin yung mga food trucks, no? Ang uh, isa lang uh, sinasabi namin, uh, ingatan ninyo yung quality kasi sa negosyo, pag hindi mo inangatan ng quality, masisira ka. No? Yeah, tsaka yung hygiene, yung hygiene. Halimbawa, yeah. temporary lang ang paradahan. Saan kukuha uh-huh. ng... How to replace the the uh, utensils that are yeah. used in ganon. Yung hygiene ang importante. Oh, yun. Oh, yun. Nasira so, yun. Kaya, ano? Marami, marami. Uh, kaya nga nakakagulat dahil uh, uh, talagang bum- nagkakaroon na tayo ng bouncing of our economy. Uh, marami na rin ng bayan talaga. No? So, uh, Alam mo, Butch, napakagandang pakinggan itong mga halimbawa na inilalahad mo tungkol sa pagbibigay ng pag-asa. Basta yeah. uh, curious ka, creative ka na intindihan mo ang locality kung saan ka mag-tatatag, hindi ba? Yeah. Kung anong mga pangangailangan. Baka mm-hmm. bago talaga tayo magtapos, eh, magbigay ka ng uh, mga tips uh, para how to really uh, begin uh, a business and eventually move to franchising. Teka, si Sil Sandali lang, ba- uh, bago, bago mag-umpisa doon, pakisabi lang ni Butch kung alin ang pinakamal- mga progressive na, mal- na mga franchise companies na ano, hindi, hindi naman lahat, but you know, the ones that are on top, yung parang magandang example. And then, yung gusto ni si Sil na, na step-by-step kind of thing. Uh, Butch, well, ano, uh, ano biggest na? Yung, uh, isang magandang example, yung bata na hindi nakapag-aral Uh, hindi natapos ng pag-aaral uh, dahil kahirapan ng magulang at uh, sila ay may sari-sari store. Ang una out of three, out of the three siblings, ang babae lang ang pinakapangabunso na pinatapos. No? It's it's very, very similar sa ating mga, mga ating senaryo. Pero yung baka na yon ay nagkaroon ng passion, persistence, at dream. Uh, talagang kumukuha, nagno-note siya hindi niya sinabing ako hindi na ako mahirap ako hindi nakatapos lahat pero meron siyang dream yan po ay ang tinutukoy ng inasal na si uh, huh? Edgar Sia or Injap ang pangalan oh. na nung uh, aking tinulungan niyan ay uh, dalawa lang ang tindahan niyan inutang niya pa sa tatay niya yung unang kapital uh, dahil matanga at uh, wala siyang kapital ayos siyang pautangin ng banko pero uh, Titignan mo naman, umutang siya sa tatay niya na lifetime savings ng tatay. Dahil sari-sari store. Um, para bang sabi niya, mahirap pala yon Gusto mo, pero papano yung attachment mo? Yeah. Sabi mo ng tatay niya, ikaw ay gustong umutang, pero mag-decide ka kung anong gusto mo. Ako nang bahala sa aking problema. So in short, siya ay nag-umutang ng dalawang uh, milyon piso. No, almost lifetime savings. Ang tatay ang umutang. Umutang yung, yung, yung bata. Bata. Yung bata umutang sa tatay, no? Ayun, oh, kaya nga nagpautang uh, tatay. Yes. Oh. Uh, pero yung uh, yung bank book ay kokonti na lang ang natira. Paano naman babayaran yung supplier? So sabi ng tatay, ako nang bahala diyan. Basta gusto mo yung dream, sige, bahala ka sa buhay mo. To your dream, yeah, right. Oh. So he lived the dream. 
and it started uh -huh. legacy with 300 stores no uh, in uh, uh -huh. seven years ang nabili ng Jollibee ang uh, kanyang tindahan sa alagang uh, 6 billion pesos in cash no so uh, uh -huh. ay si Ed Garcia na mang inasal uh -huh. na kilalang kilala sa unlimited rice no uh -huh. at, eto maganda sa kanya siya ay hindi nagnegosyo para sa sarili kasi yung mga unang-unang niyang tao na tumulong sa kanya ay ang kanyang kinuha ay mga natapos lang ay grade 3, grade 4, or grade 5. Mga taga-baryo. Sabi ko, bakit mo ginawa yan? Sabi niya, Butch, ako ay hindi nakatapos. Paano kaya yung mga bata na nakikita ko parate kasi taga-aklan siya, sabi niya, nakikita ko parate sa aking bintana yung mga elementary uh, pupils, nung papani yun? Sabi niya, ah, ito yung dream ko. I will focus on education. And true enough, when he bought, when he got the first 3 billion pesos, and this was published in the papers, um, out of 3 billion pesos, siya ay nag-donate ng 30 million pesos sa Iloilo government na magkaroon ng first public college, community college, no? na hanggang ngayon ay nakatayo at siya ay kanyang sinusustain, sinusustain, no? Kasi nakalagay, nakakatuwak because yung kanyang dedication doon ay talagang titindig yung balahibo mo kasi nakalagay doon, education is such a precious gift and this oh. is my gift to the Iloilo people. First community college, libre ang lahat. Naka-aircon pa, no? Wow. Oh. Ang galing. Napakaganda, very diba? inspiring story. Ngayon, Not bago that, but... tayong magtapos, Bel, kailangan oh. kunin na natin ang... Uh, uh, sinasabing platform of action na dapat uh, masundan para maging successful katulad ng mga inasal na katutuwang uh, kwento. Okay. Uh, siguro yung mga tips ko lang ay number one ay kung meron kang panaginip wag, don't let your dream uh, be stuck. Be passionate. Kung meron kang negosyo wag mong liitin kasi lalaki at lalaki ang negosyo na yan. Put your heart and soul into it. Uh, parati kong sinasabi yan anything that starts small can become big uh, involve other people no? um, sa akin give back to the community what you receive kasi uh, I always believe na the more you give the more blessings you get no? yes and, of course uh, very important sa akin yan na think of yourself but think of other people lalong lalo na yung mga uh, underprivileged no uh, bigyan ng break no? uh, I always believe na Ang tao ay pag binagyan mo ng break Ay uh, turuan mo Magkakaroon ng deep sense of loyalty no? um, So very important um, There are many people who are privileged But I will always say Let's go for the underprivileged And train them Be, 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 be patient no? Kasi kagaya ni Injap Hirap na hirap kami mag-train ng mga tao Dahil hindi nila alam From the barrio kasi Pero natuto, nako, loyalty is unquestionable. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're, uh, they are so passionate that they're willing to work even without uh, being paid overtime. Kasi ano sila eh, kumbaga they treat it as their own. Napakaganda ng ating kwentuhan ngayong gabi. Pag-asa talaga ang uh, inilalahad at ibinibigay, itinatanim. At uh, subaybayan po ninyo ang pagpapatuloy nito uh, sa isang panggabi para higit na 
maging malalim ang kaalaman. Huwag niyong kalilimutan ang ating tipanan sa Radyo Balintataw. Ito po ang inyong lingkod, Cecil Guidote Alvarez, sa ngalan ng dialect ng Philippine Center ng ITI, pinamumunuan ngayon ni dating Senador Joey Lina, first nominee ng party list po Madrona para isulong ang health and welfare ng mga ina, mga sanggol, pati na po ang community welfare. At uh, nandiyan din po ang Earth Savers na itinatag ng yumaong environmentalist Senator Heherson Alvarez. Nagpapasalamat po kami sa inyong walang sawang Uh, pagmamalasakit pakikinig sa Radyo Balintataw Salamat din po sa aming mga kasama o kakampi para ihatid ang paaralambayan sa Himpapawid DCRH Radyo Balintataw Yan po ay ang Mapicon Herbal Based Insecticide Tesoro South of Native Arts and Crafts Casuela Spanish Colonial Cuisine Restaurant for Maginawa Street UP Teachers Village, Quezon City. Para sa social media needs, contact info at abacosolutions.ph. Salamat din po sa aming technical supervisor, Salvador Bongmoyar, executive assistant, Susan Claudio ng Caffeinated Palette. Pati na rin po, Hexilon Alvarez, Earth Savers National Youth Director, at ang frontline productions na kasama po sa ating ITI Secretariat, production coordinator, Roderick Alo. Sana po, sama-sama po ang ating pakikiisa para sa kapayapaan, para sa climate justice, at uh, patnubayan nawa tayo ng Panginoong Diyos para sa atin nakikiisa po tayo sinasaluduhan ang mga Ukrainian sa kanilang paninindigan sa kalayaan at demokrasya. God bless them. Mabuhay ang Pilipinas. Music